Hurt takes the snap. He's back. He's going to run. He's in. Touchdown. Jalen Hurts. The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. And it is A.J. Brown again. Another touchdown. Uh, welcome back uh, to the link lineup. Uh, press the mute button uh, one extra time. That's on me. Uh, this is the uh, the first episode of our our new draft show uh, that we're going to try to do throughout the year. Um, obviously, once you know, once once the summer happens, it's going to be tough to talk about it just because we haven't seen the college prospects. But uh, you know, we want to keep it going that way throughout the year. We can. Talk about who the Eagles could draft, who we should draft, um, and you know who to look at just just to keep your college experience uh, you know, nice, nice and steady. Uh, today I have Bryce, uh, the draft guy. Yeah, me, not a draft guy, but I'm I'm learning, figuring it out. Um, and today's a fun a fun show, in my opinion. That's that's basically the the right place to start. We're doing the top ten uh, quarterback prospects of this year's draft, and it will be a fun one. It'll be a fun one. So we got our 10 prospects and we're going to talk about each of them. Um, as well as some, some Eagles draft news that I feel like we could talk about. Um, so let's start about, let's talk about the Eagles uh, draft real quick. I just got a question that we can move right along uh, to the, the top quarterbacks. So <clears throat> I ask you this, I ask you this off, off air, but I'm going to ask you it on here because you know, why not? Is there a draft prospect that the like a lot of fans and like media uh, people are mocking? Is there like a player that they're mocking to us that you're just not a fan of? Um. So I will say pretty much any of them that I've seen, I could see it happening. Like it's very um, there's a, there's a lot of reasoning behind every single one that I have seen, um, but the ones that I feel like the fan base wouldn't like and wouldn't really necessarily get behind is any of the tackles that's being mocked there. Uh, tackle from BYU, um, Tyler Guyton from Oklahoma. Um, it to the point that uh, well, you got to think also. With those picks, they're looking forward in the future, probably two to three years. Um, with Lane Johnson uh, closing out his career, <clears throat> but um, I understand it. But at the same time, it to me, you got a lot more holes than uh, the tackle positions. <laughs> yep. And it, if anything, you could look to free agency to sign some veterans. Uh, Say Lane does go down or something like that. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Uh, I've always been the guy that would be upset at a offensive line pick in the first round. Um, I remember when Andre Dillard was picked. I I was I was sad. I was very sad. Um, that was not a pick I wanted, and I think we saw why. Uh, but was he was he good coming out of college? Was he like? Was he projected yeah, to get mean, pick there? Yeah. Mm, I don't know right there. He was projected to go first round, though. Oh. Uh, well. He was definitely a later first round pick. 
coming out of college, he was kind of known as like a a good pass blocker. Because right. I mean, Washington State's their offense is really kind of error rate ish. So well, didn't pay off for us. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm you know, like I said, I just I don't I don't I don't want to pick right there. You know, I, I just I don't. Uh, obviously, my dream draft is you know defense first two picks. Maybe first three, and then maybe trade um, for another pick in the, like the third round and get a get a slot receiver. I think that'd be my uh, my dream my dream draft right there. Um, but particular player, Jeremiah Trotter Jr., uh, just my player that I don't want, but the fans seem to want. Obviously, I know why they want him, but to me. Uh, it's just not 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 a good pick for us. I don't think um, he, like I said, previous shows he he's very similar to Nicobe Dean as far as like size goes. Uh, probably a little bit better of a prospect and overall linebacker than Nicobe Dean was. But I need I need I need a big meaty athletic linebacker um, on this team, and that's what we need to go for. Uh, but yeah. but yeah. Oh. <clears throat> you also got um, this linebacker class is it's deep, but but it's not deep to the point that uh, you would be looking to take somebody early in the maybe the first round or something like that. Uh, plus, Howie Roseman doesn't value them that high ever. Nope. So, um, to me, it'd be a long shot to ever see Jeremiah Trotter. And to this point, honestly, it might be a long shot to see Edron Cooper as well. Um, you might want to look to guys more like Junior Colson or Michael Barrett from the two linebackers from Michigan. Um, maybe in like the fourth or fifth rounds, uh, in the later rounds. Maybe if they even make it there, the uh, teams might value them a lot higher than uh, the Eagles will. But um, if it was up to me, the dream draft for me would be a corner in the first and pray to God somehow A.D. Mitchell or Xavier Worthy fall to you in the second round and uh, take one of them. And then you could – because it'd be the number 50 overall, and then you have 54. So you you take a receiver – you take one of the receivers with uh, 50 and then hope Edger and Cooper falls to 54 and you could take him there. Edge. That'd be my dream. I'll, I'll, first, I'll take Edge. First three picks. I'll take Edge. Uh, yeah. We know you're what? a Peyton Wilson guy. <laughs> Peyton Wilson is my guy. Peyton Wilson will always be my guy. That's my pick. I'd be very happy with that pick. Give it to me. Um, <laughs> Ready to talk quarterbacks? Yeah. All right. So we do have an honorable mention section in this uh, this episode. Um, I didn't really bring this up whenever we were talking about what we we're going to do for the show, um, but I figured I'd bring it up now. Um, is there a obviously you know the, the top ten that we're going to do? Is there a quarterback that's not in the top ten that you would like to highlight that obviously might not be a star? at all, but might might be a quality backup that some people should be looking at. 
for their team? Um, I would lean. He kind of had a rough. It wasn't really a rough year, but to me, it was kind of a down, downside kind of year for him. Um, Devin Leary from Kentucky. He had to me. He gets in the right offense, and he he could be a serviceable backup for for some people. Um, if the Eagles fucking decided to pick him up as like a UDFA or later in the round, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. Um, but he played well at NC state the years that he was there, um, transferred to Kentucky. <clears throat> Kentucky's offense is kind of, kind of weird for quarterbacks. Um, it's they put a lot onto their, yeah, they put a lot on their shoulders for them to do well, but at the same time, they're kind of a run heavy. They were kind of a run the football team this past year with Ray Davis. Um, but to me, Devin Leary is not a, he's not a bad quarterback. Well, as a Kentucky fan, um, part-time Kentucky fan, I didn't like him. So, uh, <laughs> but I understand. I understand. I didn't like Will Levis either, but look at Will Levis now. So, yeah. um, you could throw but Sam right. Hartman in there. He had a bad, he had a bad senior senior bowl, but he senior had a bowl terrible game. senior he had, bowl. He had a bad senior bowl game, but he had really good practice. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't touch him based on based on what we saw from that game. <laughs> yeah. Not a chance in this world. All right, uh, so I guess we're ready to reveal our top ten. Um, so. Hold on to your horses, because here we go. Uh, number 10, we got uh, Michael Pratt from Tulane. Um, what's some insight that you know about uh, Mr. Michael Pratt? Well, <clears throat> I know Michael Pratt last year uh, played S- uh, USC, played against Caleb Williams in a bowl game. Balled out, ended up beating USC. Uh, kind of put his name on the map there, put his name on the radar. Um, he's a very solid quarterback. Um, he's got decent size to him. Doesn't have a crazy amount of arm strength, but uh, he would be. You get him in the right system with the right quarterback coach, uh, he could prosper into being a uh, pretty good quarterback for whichever team decides to take him. Yeah, I think he has a right now uh, a day three grade. I think that I think that he has opportunity to turn into a like a very good backup in the league um you know he started i believe i don't know if he started his freshman year i have to look that up but um you know from his freshman year on he progressively got better and that's something you want to see um especially whenever it comes to quarterbacks in college you don't want to see them dip at all uh so this is, this is like the perfect like you know rise um he could definitely sneak into day two late day two but um, as of now, it's definitely day three. We'll see what happens with his workouts. Um, and if he is invited to the combine, I don't know if he is. He has to be because they, they have to have some quarterbacks there. So um, yeah. the only issue with Michael Pratt is he's like a pocket passer, right? And every year we go through this is like teams don't want the prototypical pocket passers anymore. Example, Tanner McKee. If he, if the league was what it was ten years ago, he would have been he'd been top what three rounds four rounds something like that yeah. probably top yeah. two maybe. 
And this is what's going to hurt uh, Michael Pratt is the fact that he just a pocket passer. He doesn't have the athleticism to um to get out of the pocket and make plays. It's just he has a, he has enough to to maybe get out, but he's not going to run. He's not going to take off and run. He's not going to be a threat. Um, and teams aren't going to prepare for that. Um, he doesn't have super great arm talent as far as, as, far as strength goes. My bad. He has, he has arm talent, but He's not going to beat you deep. Uh, he's going to his bread and butter is going to be the short to intermediate routes, um, but he definitely won't kill you on the deep ball. Um, but like I said, he'll be a, he'll be a solid he'll be a solid backup. And like who knows? Because obviously, you know, people don't know shit. Sometimes, sometimes you, you can turn somebody from what what Michael Pratt is right now and turn him to an all time great. We don't know, but. That's the beauty of the draft and the beauty of what we do here is we go over prospects and they either prosper and make us look really dumb or really good or vice versa. So um, day three, definitely for me right now uh, to be determined if he can move up to day uh, two. Anything else that we might have missed before we move on to our number nine? No, I think we think we nailed that one. Uh, do you know if Tulane played anybody like? Cause, like, what 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 conference is Tulane in? It's not Conference USA, is it? Do you? I know it's not in like the the big conferences. Do you ever get concerned with like competition when it comes to <clears throat> quarterbacks? Um, not really. Uh, well, it depends on like where, what you're like, I don't know. It doesn't bother me too much when it comes to quarterbacks, uh, because I mean, if you can spin it, you can spin it. You know what I mean? Like it's not, I mean, everybody, no matter the level of play you go, you're going to be playing against all the same type of defenses. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to coverages and stuff like that, they just do different people mask stuff differently. They, you you know what I'm trying to get at. But, if you can read defense, you can read defense. Every every college defense is going to have cover four, cover three, cover two. Player one, play man. They're going to blitz. So if you can read it, that's that's you have a head start. Um, so. Right. So Tulane went eleven and three last year. Um, they were five and zero on the road, which is good. They played Ole Miss last year. I do remember that. Uh, kind of gave Ole Miss a game there for a little bit, and it turned in. Ole Miss started to pull away. Um, other than that, they played Memphis, beat Memphis. Uh, SMU, Virginia Tech. I think they played Virginia Tech in the bowl game and they lost that game. Well, like I said, like 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 we said, solid prospect. Um, there's a reason why he's top ten on this list. Um, there is some upside there, uh, just to be determined who we get stuck with. Um, number nine, somebody that uh, I think I'm familiar with uh, because he is playing in my state. Uh, Spencer Rattler from South Carolina. 
he started at Oklahoma, which I believe that that's right. Yeah, he started at Oklahoma, transferred to South Carolina. Um, it seemed like seemed like he turned his career around once he went to South Carolina. Um, but what do you know? What do you, what do you know about about Spencer? Well, I know Spencer was highly touted coming out of high school. Uh, decided to go to Oklahoma, play. Uh, was going to play for Lincoln Riley. Um, Lee Riley obviously took the job at USC. Uh, Spencer has always been a kind of a weird prospect for me because I mean, he's mobile, but that's definitely not his first instinct. You know, uh, he wants to, uh, he wants to throw the ball, had some pretty big played well in some pretty big games at South Carolina. Uh, I know last year, see the last year, year before the, North Carolina game to start out the year. He played really well uh, last year. Uh, played against Tennessee when Tennessee was rolling. Had uh, Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker obviously went down with an injury that game, but uh, that was a really, big, really good game from Spencer. Um, he's uh, he's definitely undersized. He's got the smaller frame, um, but he still has good arm talent. Kind of with Michael Pratt, he doesn't have a, a crazy deep ball. Um, but he can definitely kill you in short and intermediate routes. Um, had a hell of a ride receiver one in Xavier Leggett at South Carolina. That, that baller. Uh, he, um, South Carolina offense, uh, they like to air it out too. Um, it's a uh, I like Spencer Radler. Um, I don't ever see him kind of pushing to be a starter in the NFL. Um, kind of with Michael Pratt, kind of same uh, same thing. He has the potential to be a very good backup. Yeah, I think the first thing he has to do um, at the next level is work on his pocket habits. Um, he definitely has a tendency to to leave the pocket whenever you know there is no need. Um, which is it seems like it's it's a pretty popular problem among young quarterbacks. Um, he doesn't have elite speed, so he's not going to he's not going to kill you. But he has enough to um, move around and you know gain a couple of yards if he has to. But he's not he's not Aquavic, you know. He's not he's not Jalen Hurts. Right. Um, he's not Lamar, but he has enough. He has enough. Um, he tends to retreat backwards. He tends to just go f- as far back as he can, uh, just like you wouldn't Madden, um, where you just try to make something happen. Um, but you know, these off script plays, he does, he does well. Um, but that's the problem is he, it happens too far often. And, you know, you don't, you don't want to see that, especially if there's a, a beautiful pocket set up for you. Um, like you said, he, he doesn't have super elite deep ball strength, but um, he has he has like almost elite accuracy. Um, it's just what his his issue seems to be the mental aspect of quarterback, um, not throwing the ball into super tight windows because he will force it to wide receivers. Um, but I mean, he has everything else. You know, he he has accuracy. He has a super lightning quick release. Um, and he's he's good at 
can do it outside the pocket too. Just you can't bail on the pocket if it's there, you know. Um, that's his right. that's his biggest knock. But like I said, he was. It seems like he has elite talent. It's just like I said, the mental aspect of it is what he seems to struggle with. Um, but anything else um, before we move on to number eight? <clears throat> Good. Number number eight is uh, a quarterback that has been mocked uh, to the Eagles on some uh, mock drafts. I just I don't I'm not in love with him, um, but some of you might be. Uh, Joe Milton um, from Tennessee, um, SEC ball man, just back to back. What do you have on Joe Milton? So Joe <clears throat> originally started out um, at Michigan. Uh, transferred to Tennessee, and Joe is – he's definitely had the the strongest arm in this class. Um, this guy can – He's also one of the bigger guys. Yeah. Uh, he's got a tall frame, um, fills out with his weight in that frame as well. Um, he's mobile. But at the same time, he likes to stand in the pocket, too. And uh, the biggest thing with Joe is is his decision-making. <laughs> um, he'll throw some some crazy balls like, why like why would you throw that? Or what did you even see to throw that? But if you put him at the five-yard line, he could chuck it down to the other 30. I mean, he's got other – he can go to the 30 or 20. I mean – you put him in the NFL right now, he's definitely probably a top five strongest arm in the league. Uh, he's got – it's kind of ridiculous, like his arm talent. Michael Key said, I don't hate him, but I don't want him. <laughs> That's fair. I think if you put him with the right quarterback coach and they can help him with his decision-making and reading – Defense is better. Uh, he could prosper into being a, a pretty damn good quarterback. Um, to me, he's kind of like a much less athletic Anthony Richardson because Anthony Richardson has a sh- cannon of an arm. And sometimes Anthony Richardson's decision-making is kind of wonky. But Anthony Richardson also is an incredibly gifted athlete. Um, I wouldn't hate it if the Eagles drafted him. Just to add more competition to the room, um, maybe you can learn behind Jalen and learn how to read some defenses. But he played some good ball at Tennessee, so I wouldn't hate uh, Joe Milton. Yeah, you think uh, day two, right? Yeah, probably day two, maybe early day three. Yeah, um, same thing for Spencer, by the way. Um, so yeah, I mean Joe Milton has a has a fucking cannon for an arm, right? He has a cannon. He and he's he's athletic, but he just sometimes just doesn't want to doesn't want to run. I don't blame him. I don't want to get hit either. But uh, as you saw in the Senior Bowl, he I think he was scrambling and threw across his body through a pick. That's a knock on him, right? Is just decision making. That's a no no. That's a that's one of the first things you're taught as a quarterback. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of it is. Part of it's just like the college offense, um, which is usually one reads, you know, and that's what you're taught. 
Um, so he's stuck on once he has his first read, he's stuck on it, doesn't work out. It's full chaos, scramble, try to make something happen. Um, so hopefully in the NFL, he can maybe go to second and third read. Uh, obviously, that's like what you want, but it's not always practical um, just because right. of, there are some big dudes trying to chase you down. Um, one of the one of the biggest knocks I have on him though is if let's say why is he running an, an hour out right instead of throwing it like as he's breaking so whenever you know he turns the ball is there boom that's what I was thinking of but I could not I could not do it I couldn't think of that word that phrase so I had to try to explain it but yes he doesn't throw with anticipation he has like a whole second delays that. At the next level, DB's going to read that and eat him alive. Um, he's he. I would. Do you think you would classify him as like a like not superstar like potential, but like very good. Very yeah, very if he can, if he can work on like some of his negatives, which all these guys can do it. But he he has like everything you need. He has athleticism. He has arm talent. He just lacks the the mental side of it and like that that next level um just quarterbacking that you would need yeah. um i feel i hate that i said next he's, level. He's weird though, cause he, he will impress you with some throws and some reads and there's he'll like you may it could be third and five they run a slant beautiful they blitz they run a slant behind it and he just misses them completely you know what i mean like it's yeah. he's not very consistent. Yeah. And uh that'd be like one of the biggest knocks on him. Yeah. But like I wouldn't hate him. I wouldn't hate him. Um but I think uh there's another guy on he here that I would definitely uniform. like. <laughs> if you yeah. go to a game and look at him, you're like, holy shit, what does he play? <laughs> I mean he is I think he's what six five, two thirty, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, six five, two thirty five. Uh Big guy. I hope that he prospers because, you know, exciting quarterback play is definitely what I like to watch. Uh, something that somebody that can be, you know, electric. He has the potential to be that. It's just, yeah, you got to figure it out. Uh, let's move on to number seven, a guy I want no parts of um, at all. Um, Bo Nix from Oregon. Uh, <laughs> Tell me about him, Bryce. So it feels like this guy's been like a 30-year starter in college. Um, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, I can't remember what high school class he came out in. Something is telling me it was 2018, which was my class. Um, but started at Auburn, kind of had a tough stretch there at Auburn, transferred to Oregon. Has actually played really well for Oregon. Um, Chase, as you know, one of our buddies has been in love with Bo Nix ever since he was in high school. Um, Who? Wyatt. Oh, Wyatt. Uh, uh, Bo Nix, I have some bad news for you. That That's not good. <laughs> that's yeah. not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Wyatt, our buddy Wyatt said he would be jumping for joy if somehow the Saints ended up with Bo Nix. I told why as would I, <laughs> as would I, because <laughs> the uh, to me the Saints wouldn't be a factor. Um, but 
as much as I shit on Bo Nix, um, he has played well. He played really well this past year. But I think a lot of it might have been the product of uh, Dan Laning offense. Even though Dan Laning is an Dan Lanning is a defensive-minded guy, but you just kind of look at the star talent that they had on that Oregon offense. It's kind of hard to uh, not succeed, I guess. Um, played well in some big games. Uh, lost to Washington twice. Another guy that we have on this list played a lot better than him. <clears throat> I don't know why we have Bonex ranked as high because he's kind of has higher than what he is to me because he's the same as uh, kind of like Spencer Rattler. He's kind of in that tier. Hey, you you did the, the numbers here. I put I compiled I, a list. I, yeah, looking back on it, yes, I don't know why I kind of ranked him here. Maybe just based off name and where they played and what he's done. You play this many years in college, you're bound to succeed at some point. If that makes sense. Um, he to be fair, crazy long talent. Right. I'll go ahead. To be fair, I think he's going to be drafted higher than the guys before him, just right. because yeah. they're going to they're going to fall in love with him for whatever, for whatever reason. Right. He's a uh, Bo Nix is actually a good decision maker. Um, he he knows how to play the quarterback position. Um, doesn't make errant throws, but he doesn't have like the arm talent that some of these other guys on this list has. Um, he can throw a accurate deep ball, but <clears throat> at the same time, it's not like crazy arm strength like we talked with Joe Milton. Um, that offense ran a lot of intermediate routes, um, did a lot of screens uh, with the uh, Tyler – Pretty sure his name's Tyler Johnson, one of the receivers from Oregon. Um, I don't really know about Bo Nix, though. I, I don't know. There, he's he's a question mark to me. He can either be really good or he can be really bad in the in the NFL. Um, I don't know. What do you think about him? Uh, he's going to be twenty four uh, next or this week. This week, uh, which if you're drafting. Uh, if you're drafting a quarterback and you look at him as a potential star in the future, 24 is kind of a older older guy in the rookie class, you know, because uh, you know Jalen's what 25. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not trying to compare everything to the Eagles, you know, but to compare, Jalen's going to go in his fourth year, right? Fourth year. Yeah. 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 Fourth fourth year and. He's 25 years old. Bo Nix is about to be a rookie. Uh, so that that's that's a knock um, for some people. Uh, he doesn't, like you said, doesn't have elite arm talent. He lacks the drive on the ball to fit tight windows. So um, across the middle of the field on you know tight windows, he's going to struggle. Um, sometimes he holds on to the ball a little too long because he, he is taking care of the ball, but he'll anticipate a break and It'll be correct, like the anticipation, but he'll second guess himself. Uh, sometimes you gotta let that thing fly, um, and you know, don't be scared of the consequence that may happen. If it's if it's a pick, but it was a good throw, it is what it is. Don't worry about it. Move on. Um, but he has he's very athletic. Um, defenses will have to respect him um, when it comes to his mobility. Um, like I said, I do think he will um, be drafted a 
before eight, nine, and ten. So that's why I think it's okay to put him at here at seven. But I'm not in love with him. Uh, it was funny because I forgot what the video was. I forgot who who it was. But the the one on one wide receiver cornerback drills and uh, <laughs> and the running. I think yeah, it was like five yard, ten yard short. And and then like the person who who tweeted that uh, that video out was like, by the way, that was Bo Nix that threw the ball, and made me laugh because uh, I'm not in love with him. But um, but yeah, I think you think he goes like the first three rounds. Yeah, probably he'll get picked up in probably the third, probably middle of the yep. third somewhere. Do me a favor, Howie. Do not, do not, not do it. Do not do it. <clears throat> don't do it. Um, please, please don't do it. Um, but I mentioned earlier, there is a quarterback on here that I I would like. Um, in an Eagles uniform, he's been mocked to us a couple times, um, and that is Jordan Travis from Florida State. Uh, Florida State, what a what a sad year, huh? What a sad Man, year. That sucks, dude. Do you think they would have won it all? To be great, to be fair, if Jordan Travis played, they would have. I would have put him in the. I would have probably put him in the national championship game. Do you think they would have won? I don't know if they would have beat. Well, if they was in Alabama spot, they'd be playing Michigan. So, so, so yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. Probably. That Michigan, I mean, that Florida State team is just a complete different team with Jordan Travis under center. Um, I got all the hat off and that to Jordan Travis. I got all the respect for him. Um, I think if he ends up in the right situation, he could push for the uh, uh, the starting quarterback spot. Think so? Yeah. Well, what are some of the pros and cons about him? <clears throat> well, so he he is an athletic guy, um, but being in the Florida State offense, they didn't really ask him to be an athletic guy just with the sheer amount of weapons that they had outside, Keon Coleman, Johnny Wilson, and company. Um, he uh, He's going to make the right reads. Um he doesn't really have lackluster arm talent. It's kind of in the medium good arm talent range. Um, but he will kill you in short and intermediate routes. He throws with anticipation, stands well, stands tall in the pocket, and he can deliver a ball. Um, he, uh, he He's really impressed me over these past couple of years. Yeah. Um... I didn't know too much about him because I, I started watching a little bit of college this year. Um, but what I do know about him is he is, he's a threat with his legs, and in today's NFL, is huge. Uh, like you said, he has average to above average um, arm talent, um, which with legs and that kind of talent, you're you're good in this NFL. And this NFL today, that is that's something that. That beats a pocket, you know, a pocket passer. Um, so, like, he's going to be able to escape the pocket if you need to. He can, you can drop uh, some QB runs with him. Um, and he's good enough. He's good enough to 
to pass the ball as well. Um, wouldn't necessarily say the deep ball is his specialty, but again, like most of these guys on here, short to intermediate routes is what we've seen throughout their career. And this, that's what they're, that's their bread and butter. Um, so uh, he has enough arm strength to make it to the next level. Um, it's just putting it all together and putting being in the right system because, you know, if he goes to a system that has like, I don't know, like a Tom Brady in it and, you know, they have like that scheme, he's not going to succeed. But for the most part, you put him almost on any team in the NFL, he has a shot. For some reason, for some reason the, uh, the immediate team that pops up in my mind that work for a good situation for him would be the Raiders. If they decide not to take a quarterback as high and take like a project one, I could see him going to the Raiders and succeeding, jumping all over that uh, offense. Yeah, he tore his ACL, right? Broke his leg. Broke his leg. Oh, even better. Uh, yeah. Will he be, will he be back in time for uh, training be. camp and stuff? Yeah. Well, he broke his leg kind of towards the. The latter end of the season. It was but, November, right? Yeah, it was around there. Yeah, because it was before. It was, it was before, it was before the uh, conference championships. Um, yeah. but yeah, uh, I think he'll be drafted. Do you think top three? Uh, the th- top three rounds. Sorry. Mm, I don't. I don't know. Probably. Or do you think he'll drop five. fifth? Yeah. Yeah, probably fifth that, round the latest. Fourth and fifth is where I'd put him at too. Um, with a chance to go, it would suck because I think he's, I think he's a lot better quarterback than Bo Nix. <laughs> like he he would deserve like the third the third rounder compared to Bo Nix would to me in my eyes. But you know, whatever. I don't get paid to do this, so obviously I don't know shit. <laughs> Yet, yes, <laughs> Yet. If I somehow Yet. end up on a scouting department from some NFL team, then. <laughs> We can look back at this moment and say we made it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Um. This guy. Has, it's kind of confused me because maybe I just haven't seen enough uh, of him. Um. Has he's gotten first round, like pick buzz this past week. Um. Maybe you can talk me in it. Talk me into it. Talk me out of it. Um. But at number five, we got JJ McCarthy. Um, like I said, I saw a couple of mocks uh, this past week, uh, including some from like the Athletic, that have him like in the top twenty. Uh, yeah. I don't see it, but maybe maybe you do. I think that's, uh, uh, that's going to end up being where he he falls, where he goes. Um, do you think it'd be a reach? Look at a I don't think so because I think he's a good quarterback, but I don't think he is on the echelon of the ones that are going above him, if that makes sense. Granted, he is a starting quarterback of a national championship team. So, I mean, he's obviously had to do something right, but um, he's a very accurate quarterback and he's really, he's, he makes good decisions. <laughs> Michael Key says reach. Uh, I I can see where people think it's think it's a reach, um, but I don't know if I'm. So the only situation I could see him in 
to me, would be the Minnesota Vikings job if they don't bring back Kurt. And that's an offense where he could succeed in, but they're going to have to do some more things to help him succeed in that offense. He uh, He's actually got some pretty good arm talent. He makes good decisions. Um, he kind of carved up Alabama's defense there in the semifinal, and he looked really good in the national championship game. But <clears throat> there are he has made some mistakes, um, some decisions. Uh, he had trouble when he first got the quarterback for uh, the starting job. Um, but it's definitely a guy who's got, I think, more potential than he does. So the best way I, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to describe it. I was thinking of the phrase. The best way to describe J.J. McCarthy, high floor, low ceiling, if that makes sense. Like you know what you're getting with him kind of already. And there's not. I don't know if you can get much more from him. Yeah. Um, he definitely has like arm strength, right? He has, he has it. He struggles with ball placement, um, and he struggles with just adding touch, you know, on his passes. Whenever it comes to, hey, we got to get that ball in that tight window, he's going to do it. He's going to make it happen. It's just getting it over defenders, um, especially whenever their defenses are playing zone, they're facing the quarterback, especially like like long linebackers. He's going to struggle um, because he just doesn't seem like he has – that touch in his game um, right. that he that he needs, um, you know. So you have you have all the tools there. It's just it's like things. It just seems like things that are so easy to fix that he just hasn't fixed yet. Because like right. I feel like with a good quarterback coach, you can you can be like, hey, finesse, baby, finesse. You want to finesse it in that window. Um, to me, when you think of JJ McCarthy, that's what you want to think is that he succeeds in. A lot of touch passes and adding finesse on the ball and throwing with anticipation, um, not kind of stepping up and driving on the ball, more so lofting it in there, getting it in where it needs to be. That's what you want J.J. McCarthy to be, I think. Yeah, but, I mean, he he's very good in the pocket. Uh, one of the first we can say out of this, out of this he's group. He's kind of a bigger guy, is he not? Uh, he is taller. Here. He uh, is. 6'3", 202, so he's, he's, he's 6'3", but he is. He does have a smaller frame. Um, yeah. But I mean, he's he's athletic, too. I don't know if I said that already, but um, he has all the tools. He just he needs yeah. a good good system. Um, I think he can be – I think he'd be good. Um, he could be a starter. Yeah, definitely. Sure. And I, I think, I think like, in the draft, that, that's a win, right, if you, if you draft yeah. a, a quarterback to starter. Um, or even like a high end backup. That's that's like that's a good pick. Um, yeah. So, but I, I think for I any team that drafts JJ McCarthy, they're not going to draft him to be a backup. If that makes sense. Definitely, especially if they're going to pick him in the first round. You know, yeah. um, I think I think he'll go in the second round. Um, but I think if you draft in the first round, you're taking a chance, and you're like that's putting your job on the line right there. Um, so. Right. A desperate team will pick him in the first round um, if that does happen. But if not, you can definitely see him go in the second round to a quarterback need team. Right. Um. Anything else before we move on? 
I don't know. I, like with him, he I will throw this out there too. He is a very good leader. He's got a really good head on his shoulders. Um, He's a winner too. He is a proven winner. Um, what I thought was really cool, because uh, they kind of highlighted it during that Alabama game, um, when he was maybe a freshman or his early years in college, he dealt with depression a lot. And um, if you ever see him pregame, he'll walk around and do like meditation and kind of put himself into a spot where he feels more comfortable. And he's typically he's about underneath the uh, the goalposts right there, you know, yeah. against yeah. the padding. He's talked he's talked about it before. Um, he he kind of dealt with anxiety and depression a bunch. And like whenever you hear that talked about, like with NFL players, it makes you realize that every, I mean, they're still human beings. Um, it make kind of hope, kind of makes me pull for them in that aspect. Um, kind of want them to succeed, but um, he, with all that stuff going on, um, he has proven that he can be a leader of of a national championship team and play well enough to get his team there. Because let's not forget that Michigan team was pretty loaded i mean that it is a loaded team so it's not like he was carrying that team himself but he had to put himself and other guys in position to make plays and win games so and it worked out for him he won national championship so i'm kind of excited to see where his uh career goes well it'll be interesting because i think you want to get shot at some point um it's just depends on when um but yeah, let's take a quick, quick, very quick break um, and hear a word from Bet Online. Be right back. Calling all sports fans. It's time to play at Bet Online, America's number one website to back your favorite teams. We've got all the major sports covered at Bet Online football, baseball, basketball, hockey, MMA, golf, and tennis. With the earliest odds, best props and futures, as well as 24-7 customer support, if you love it, Bet Online has it. Join us and we'll treat you to a huge welcome offer. Sign up today at Bet Online. The game starts now. All right, and we're back. Uh, that was Bet Online. Thank you uh, for continuing to support us. Um, check out our link tree. Uh, they have a like, like they said, a welcoming offer for anybody that still wants to bet. I know some of us um, our betting season is over with, uh, but baseball is just around the corner and basketball is still here. Um, so there, there's plenty, plenty of betting opportunities. Um, so thank you again to Bet Online. All right, you ready for number four? Because I am. Uh, This one's a fun guy, I think. Uh, Jaden Daniels from LSU. Um, Why the face? No. I I don't know. I like Jaden Daniels. I will say that. I like Jaden Daniels. I'm not near as high on Jaden Daniels as a lot of people are. I'll say that. Well, tell me why. So... Jaden Daniels, Heisman winner. To me, he didn't deserve that Heisman. I don't think he should have won it. Uh, the next guy, I think he's the next one, is my Heisman winner. Uh, I was kind of preaching it all season. Um, but I like Jaden Daniels. I think he's just – he might be a product of that LSU offense. Malik Neighbors, 
Um, Brian Thomas Jr., who has been on the Eagles, uh, mocked. Um, those are two really good receivers, and he threw a lot of balls to him. Made a lot of plays with his legs. He's very athletic. I'll give him that. And to me, that's something I didn't know really that much about him. I didn't know he was at, as athletic as he was, but he kind of – before he got hurt in the LSU-Alabama game this past year, he was he's kind of messing him up, running all over the Alabama. Um, but I'm very uh, – I'm not as high on Jaden Daniels as others. Um, he'll kind of – he's got good arm strength. He's got good arm talent. But to me, sometimes his decisions are kind of kind of wonky. Um, like you said, he uh, – we talked about before. To me, he kind of struggles throwing into tighter windows. Um, but I just don't agree with some of the – like how high he's been mocked. I've seen mocks as like the second pick. The commanders. I, I, yeah, that's what I was wanting to say too. And um, I don't know if I'd really agree with that. But I don't know. How do you feel about him? Well, um here's here's problem number one. He's six four, two ten, right? So he's tall and he is he is not the biggest guy in the world. Um you could call, call him the second coming of the Slim Reaper, you know. Um, right. but we got the OG. Thank God for that. Um, but he, you know, he's, he's, he's good. He's good in my opinion. He's just inconsistent. Um, he has, he definitely has like days where he's on fire and then he has days where he is not on fire. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't have a consistent tight spiral that you would like, um, from a top quarterback. Um, he, he has some some ducks uh, in his arsenal, and he he will throw them. Um, <clears throat> He's also another transfer guy. Where he, he comes was from? originally at Arizona State and transferred to LSU. Didn't play that great at Arizona State, and I think that might be what holding me back. I got you. Um, he's also not great um, with reading defense, especially if they have like late movement. Um, I'll catch him by surprise and. It typically doesn't end well. Um, but so typically he would struggle against a Vic Fangio style defense. Exactly, exactly. Um, but let's talk about his pros. He's he's great when it comes to in the quick game, like quick hitters. He's he's great. Get him into a rhythm. He he's elite, right? Um, he he definitely can escape a pocket, um, and he can make you pay for it. You know, um. He doesn't necessarily. He doesn't panic. He has great poise in the pocket, um, and then he has a, a super quick release, which is important because I remember whenever Tim Tebow came out of college, and this is this is back whenever I just I just didn't understand. I was like, why do they hate him for it? Well, because he he cocks his elbow back, brings the ball all the way around, and then throws it. Uh, which takes right. about a full second uh, if you're keeping count at home. Um, but and that's in the NFL. That's way too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely is. And he's very good with his, using his eyes to manipulate defenders. 
Um, so I mean, he has he has like the 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 mindset to be a great quarterback. Um, and if he plays zone, he 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 can read his own. He can he can tear his own apart. Um, so he had potential. It's just you always worry about smaller framed uh, quarterbacks coming out. Um, I know Bryce Young isn't the tallest guy, but he's also one of the smaller guys. You worry about him every time he takes a hit. Because um, any time I saw the Panthers on my screen and I saw him get tackled, I pray that he got up because I feel bad for him. And by the way, I don't know why we're talking about Bryce Young in this in this draft show, but I hope he does good. I hope he does good. I, I, I feel bad. I feel so bad for him. Um, during the year, you could you could tell like he's like, man, I I can feel it, man. Like everybody's yeah, he was over. Yeah, and there was there was nothing he could do. They definitely got to get him some help. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think Jaden Daniels is is good, and I think he's his this fourth spot is worthy. Um, I like him probably a lot more than the next guy, um, which you and I can go back and forth on that one. Um, but I think any team would be lucky to have him, uh, especially in a in an offense and a system that caters to his his play style. I think he can be. I think he can be great. Um, I think he goes in the first round. I think that's that's a no brainer. Um, yeah, you got him as a day one pick as well. Yeah, um, yeah, I do. Um, but I don't. To me, it would be a mistake if he went the second overall pick. Because okay, so the commit. Let's just think about this from a draft just point here. If you are the Commanders. Okay, say, let me ask you this. Let me call up Chase right now and ask him. Okay. Chase, so the Chicago Bears decided to take Caleb Williams. Marvin Harrison or Jaden Daniels is sitting on the board. Where are you going with it? I'm the commanders. That what you said? Yeah. I think, I think you can. Well, Drake may still on the board, by the way. Just throwing it out there that uh, he's on the board. Um, See, right. I mean, I would take Drake May if I was him. But if it's between Marvin Harrison and Jaden Daniels, I think that you can you can survive one more year with Sam Howell or another bridge quarterback you can sign um, in free agency. Um, but you know, Marvin Harrison is uh, going to be a a talent. Uh, so yeah. So me, uh, so to me, Jaden Daniels isn't like the the number two overall pick isn't justified for Jaden Daniels just because I think of the team's situation, what they have going, if that makes sense. I gotcha. Well, I like him. You hate him. Well, there's a guy you like, I guess. Um, this guy right here. Um, tell me, tell me what you know about him. So Michael Penix um, is another transfer guy. Originally at Indiana with Coach Kalen DeBoer. Uh, followed Kalen DeBoer to Washington. Um, Michael Penix, to me, has done nothing but progress every year that he's played college football. He wasn't bad at Indiana, but – you got to remember the talent around him wasn't also the greatest. He was at Indiana. 
Uh, left Indiana, went to Washington, played really good last year, decided to come back. Um, and this year, to me, I don't know. I've been on, like, the Michael Penix kind of hype train here as of late. Uh, I watched a lot of Washington games. And to me, the guy is just a proven – like, he can play in any environment and play in under any circumstance. Uh, the game against Texas, um, absolutely balled out. Like, could not play any better. Um He's kind of got a weird – the only knock on him, I think, he's got a, got a, like, weird delivery. It looks like he grips the ball, like, complete to that. So, like, you know how you grip a football, you want your first two fingers kind of towards the tail end of the ball? It looks like yep. Michael Penix grips the ball directly, like, in the middle of the football. Um, and his delivery is kind of weird. Yeah. His, his release is kind of weird. But uh, he can make any throw. He throws an excellent, excellent deep ball. Um, puts a lot of touch on it. Um, and he puts a lot of zip on the intermediate routes. Um, come from a dynamic, almost NFL-style offense with Kalen DeBoer and Ryan Grubb, the offensive coordinator. Um, I'm not going to say he was a product of his uh, weapons around him because you got to think he played with those weapons last year like the year before, uh, all those guys are still there. Um, I just think he's coming from a really good situation. And to me, he could thrive in any style of NFL offense. And he's mobile. I mean, he can move. Well, I have a couple of knocks on him. Uh, one, he's stiff. And that's, that's, that's never, it's never good to be stiff. Right. Um, and then he's he's had two torn ACLs, um, 2018, 2020. And then he has shoulder shoulder joint issues, which as a quarterback, that that's not good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you said it. He's he has elite arm talent. Um, rightfully so. He's number three on this on our top ten. <clears throat> um, he's a okay so. People are want to tell you that he's not mobile at all. So you think you think that he is mobile enough for the NFL? I think he's mobile enough, but he was just never really asked to do so at Washington. Like you turn on the tape, you don't hardly ever see him run around. But to me, I mean, he's got it. Truly, he's got it in him enough to, if he has to evade the pocket, he can. Yeah. Um. Uh, another downside, and it's not really like a downside, but it could be kind of annoying, um, especially if he does take over. So let's say he gets picked, right? And he's a he starts the year as a backup, right? Um, I've never been in, in a like a coach's room, but starter goes down, backup comes in. He's left-handed. What are we doing now? Just mirroring it. It could and it could cause some issues. Um, so. That could be tough, but it like I said, it's not his job. It's not his responsibility. It it's on the coaches. Um, but yeah, he has, I mean he has he has drive in his passes. He has accuracy. He's consistent. He has field vision. Uh, he has arm strength. He he's great. You know, whenever the 
pocket breaks down, he's got to move. Um, he has everything. He has everything. And, I mean, a team's going to be lucky. And another thing, just from a competitive standpoint, to think of it from a competitive standpoint, look at the teams that Washington had to play against and won those games. Beat Oregon twice this year and then played Texas in the semifinal. Nobody, if you follow college football, you would think that Texas is surely going to beat Washington. And he played extremely well in all three of those games. Yep. So, somebody's going to be lucky. And, you know, good for them. Uh, it just his his whole NFL career is going to depend on if he can stay healthy, and I hope he I hope he does hope he does. Um, now here's another guy that to me seems like the consensus number two, um, in the draft. Clearly, some people have changed their minds and throw through Jaden Daniels, like we said, into that mix. Uh, but Drake May from North Carolina, um. What do you know about him? What's some of the strengths? What's some of his weaknesses? So his strengths, um, we kind of have been talking about it this whole uh, this whole show. His strength is he is an excellent pocket passer. Like any throw that you can think of, he can make. Um, his weaknesses, he's not a very athletic guy. Um. For anybody who remembers Luke May, who hit the shot against Kentucky, uh, I do. Yeah, uh, this is that actually was never uh, Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox were still in college, right? So this is uh, this is Luke May's little brother. Um, they them two, kind of the pride of uh, UNC sports here for these past couple years, uh, but. So, like, when we've been talking about on this show, um, athleticism, the way the NFL is changing, the way the NFL is moving, um, to me, he's kind of got the same amount of athleticism as quarterbacks, as in, like, Joe Burrow. Can move. You don't want to move. (laughs) Yeah, they can move just enough. Um, But you also got to think with the quarterback of Joe Burrow, he – he can make whatever throw you need him to make. He will stand in the pocket and he will kill you. He will eat you alive. That's what I think of with Drake May. Uh, I can't harp on enough just the amount of arm talent and decision-making that this kid has. Yeah. Um, do you think that he has a chance to go number one? No. Not with the, the style of offense the Bears run. Um my biggest thing is I don't know if – like for the Bears, do you think they could go Caleb Williams? Do you think they will go Caleb Williams? Like because this past week a lot has been talked about of like there's been multiple teams interested in Justin Fields. Yeah, I mean one of the things that I've read was, you know, the the Bears essentially playing chess and, you know, Knowing that, like, they'd be fine with Drake May. They're just trading it to the commanders, picking up some more picks, and getting taking Drake May, you know, and being okay with it. And 
on top of that, who who don't they have two top ten picks? Yeah, they're in a good spot. They can they can be even a better spot because jumping up from two to one costs a lot. Um, so I don't know, but the you know also passing up on Caleb Williams might be like a a regret you might have. Uh, but, like a generational regret. <laughs> it could be. It could definitely be. Um, but I mean, I don't think I don't think you can go wrong with Drake May at all. I think some people have him. Um, I think they have him as like the number one quarterback. Um, but I think Caleb Williams, and we'll get to him in a second. Obviously, spoiler alert: he's number one. Um, and if you didn't think he was number one, that's just saying who number two is. You might not know ball, and we'll teach you. <laughs> we'll teach you. We'll teach you about ball. Um, but I mean, Drake May's tall, six four, two thirty two. So he's he has a size. Um. He's younger than most of these guys on this list too. He's he's a junior. He didn't register at all. Yeah. So he's what probably like 21, 22 yeah. uh, coming coming in the draft. Um so that's that's already a positive. Um he can make he can make any pass, you know, any pass you need him to make. Uh he can make it. He has he has great zip on his passes. Um You brought up then, the you brought up the point earlier in the show say if if this quarterback Class came 10, 15 years ago. Drake May would be the generational type projected player in this draft class. Yeah, and I I, th- I still think he can be. Um, he he can he's not a one read quarterback. He can progress, uh, which is what a lot of these guys don't have is the ability to progress to different read. Um, so like. Mm-hmm. He's already like I think pro ready, and I do think that out of the ten guys here, he is the most pro ready quarterback. I think he's I think he will have the best rookie year out of all these guys. Um, and I can say that with almost hundred percent certainty, just because of what he has and what he's been asked to do. Um, so I think that I think he might be. I almost want to put him as number one for for me personally, but I completely agree why Caleb Williams is number number one. Um, but Drake May's well, going to get. I have I have I have negatives about Caleb Williams, but like I think some of his positives outweigh the aspect the of negatives. the negatives. Right. Yeah, I do think that Drake May can succeed uh, with one of these lower tier teams that are going to pick him up, um, but. Think about this. I if mean, did, yeah. just imagine. I don't think this will ever happen, but say he does fall in the draft for some for some reason. If he falls to an NFC team that is like kind of on the brink of it, the Vikings, I would be fucking terrified. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a, that'd be a scary team. Yeah, I think. I think the thing that could take him down is comp is definitely his combine, um, his workouts. If he if he runs a slow forty, uh, he's he's not not athletic, and you know obviously a lot of GMs do just that weighs heavy on like yeah their evaluations. So, but to me, he's going to win the on the field drills, the throwing drills. Yeah. And you want you want to see just perfect zip on a on a ball. You want to see a tight spiral. You want to see 
somebody that can push the ball outside the numbers. Um, with like great mechanics when he throws too. Yeah, so like he looks like an he, NFL. He looks like an NFL throw. Yeah, and I, I think that whoever gets him uh, will be a contender for for a while, um, as long as he obviously stays healthy and continues to grow. Because um, this is definitely he's not a finished product at all. Um, none of these guys are. But if you get him in a system with a quarterback coach or even office a coordinator that cares, especially if you get a head coach that is like the guy on offense, he, he's going to succeed. And I, I hope that I this is, the NFC this is doesn't pick him. Terrible. <laughs> this is going to sound awful, but he would be like the perfect thing to happen to a Kellen Moore <laughs> style offense. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like I get him with so. like a young – well, no, that's not – I'm taking uh, the aspect of like Jalen away. You put him with like yeah. a young mind in Kellen Moore. Good luck stopping him. Yeah, I just I worry that he's not going to be put in a in a system that's like that. To me, that's the only thing offense. that could bring him that could bring him down is he goes to a terrible system. Yeah, but you got to think we'll if, you, if you invest so much, if you invest in a quarterback that high and it doesn't work. You change the system, like you change the system to his strengths. Yeah, that that's true. Uh, it's up to the coaching staff at that point. Um, but the way you think he goes, you think he goes one, two later. So who has the third? Jeez, I couldn't tell you to be honest. Um, let me look it up real yeah, quick. I yeah, I've I've only been doing Eagles. We're going to come out with our own mock draft uh, soon, especially once it gets a little bit closer. Um, let's see. The page it's the Patriots. See uh, right there, if he went to the Patriots, um, not Bill Belichick run no more. I mean, <clears throat> if Jared Mayo, but, I don't know who he's decided to bring in offensive coordinator, but. If you get him with a young offensive coordinator, you know that you know that team right there is going to be player like a player led team. You know what I mean? Jared Mayo has played the game. He's a young coach, deserving of it. That's uh, to me could be like a home run pick for the Patriots. Yeah, just like you know C.J. Stroud and D'Amico. Um, right. But I mean, the top five picks: Carolina or no, a lot Bears. Uh, Washington, New England, Arizona, and the Chargers. Um, and Chargers, Chargers I don't think would ever. Yeah, I would never draft a quarterback. Giants aren't picking a quarterback that high this year, I don't think. Uh, Tennessee's probably not. Atlanta could. Chicago's not going to not pick a quarterback in the first pick and the pick at night. Atlanta, Atlanta could be a very good spot for him, but I don't think he ever makes it to the number number eight. Definitely not. I think I think Jaden Daniels is going to go to Atlanta. I think that's that's the that would be that'd be kind of scary. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about our number one, number one guy, Caleb Williams from the USC, the real USC. Uh, Fun fact: South Carolina, South Carolina, Carolina people. I couldn't say the word I wanted to say, so I I gave up on it. Uh, They call South Carolina USC. Um, 
I don't ever acknowledge that. That is not my USC. Ever since I've grown up, USC has always been Southern California. Um, but Bryce, tell me about Caleb Williams. Why is he number one? Why is he the gener- generational talent? All right. <clears throat> so with Caleb Williams, I've actually, I was very fortunate enough to watch him in person. Um, in a USC Notre Dame game, he did not, did not have a good game that game. Um, but there are some takeaways I took from that game. And I, the people I was talking to, we were sitting there talking. He made some throws during that game. You're like, holy shit. I was like, I've, I've never seen somebody throw with as much like velocity that he threw that ball with, or as much touch as anybody's thrown that kind of ball with, you know what I mean? Like, he makes some kind of wonky decisions, but let me start with the negatives. Chasen, I think you can agree with this. He is an emotional, emotional person. If something does not go his way, he is very emotional about it. Um, talked about the video that came out of him losing that game, jumping up in the stands and in his mother's arms and crying. That... If an old style GM seen that, nah, we're good. You know what I mean? Like like they're, they're, they're not picking on that. Um, But to me, his positives meant he's an athletic guy. He can run the ball. Um, His comparison that has been coming out about him all, all the time is Patrick Mahomes. To me, Jason, I swear to God, I know this sounds crazy. He has much better like he is a much he has much more arm talent than Patrick Mahomes does like because it they're they're kind of on the same brink of athleticism I think Caleb might be a little bit faster but Patrick Mahomes is also a bigger guy than Caleb is I can't remember how tall Caleb is Caleb's like 6'1 6'2 probably I can't around there maybe yeah Um, yeah. let me pull it up again I think he's He's six one two fifteen. Yeah, kind of a thicker guy for that frame. Um, but like, if you immediately turn on the tape, and if you have watched him throw on the run, it is beyond anything I've ever seen. Like he throws with so much drive and force on the run that it's just a straight line ball. Like that's something that I don't think I've seen in a long, long time. I don't even know who I could really compare him to. Um, like when it comes to that aspect of like just much as much force and drive he puts on the ball if he's on the run. Brett Favre, baby. I mean, it's not terrible. <laughs> he's got some Brett Favre to his game. He is uh-huh. a gunslinger. If you want to say something about Caleb Williams, he is a he's definitely a gunslinger. Yeah, and with. Having that title, there's a negative that comes with it. And sometimes, uh, if you know you have good arm talent, sometimes you lean on that a little too much and you start going big game hunting. You know, you just right. you try to force a big play. Whenever it's just not there and, you know, the the check down or that little, that little five-yard route that's there that you don't want to look at, it's open. Um, but, you know... There's a lot of good in his game, but there's also some bad. Like, 
for example, what you said, uh, when it comes to out of structure plays, he's great. You know, on the run, he has it. Only issue is when he's when he's when he's out of structure. Sometimes he gets he gets a little careless with the ball. He's he's athletic, but he's not super explosive. Um, so it's it's smooth, I guess you could say. Um, so you know, when it when it comes to out of structure players, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. Sometimes it's going to he's going to be he's going to frustrate you with a fumble because he's just not securing the ball like he should. Um, Then, of course, there are, um, we've seen this year, high-pressure moments. He has mental lapses, and, you know, he's prone to make mistakes, especially whenever uh, inside pressure gets gets in his face, doesn't like it, right? Nobody nobody likes it. Nobody's going to succeed in that, but... um, you know, I don't. I don't necessarily think that anybody's going to stay in the pocket the first year in the NFL and make a big time play, but right. he struggles with that. Um, and then he he hesitates quite a bit, um, and he misses. He'll miss his initial read, and then of course now we're back to the out of structure plays. Which in college, I feel like you can bail yourself out a lot more you than you can in the with. NFL. Yeah. yeah, you can get away with that. Um, but like you said, he has elite arm talent. He is athletic, and he's going to make you pay with his legs. He's smooth. Um, he can run RPO-style offense. He can run a pro-style offense. Um, whatever offense that he gets drafted to, he can he can probably run it, and he can probably be a, be a fit. Um, he has Patrick Mahomes in him. He can, he can make any throw on the run, in the pocket, um, drifting off to the side. Um, diving, he, he he can make the throw, um, but he is elite. He is elite, and he is going to be he's going to be a day one starter for a team, and he's going to be it's going to be flashy. It's going to be just like Patrick Mahomes in a way, um, and I can see him getting to that level. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, as somebody who hadn't watched a lot of college football, he was all over any type of ESPN, whatever, whatever it was, police report. He was all over. Um, he can, he's not a one read quarterback. He, he can, he can progress through his reads. Um, so like I said, he has everything you want. And if you're a GM mouth is watering, especially if you have the first pick, unless you're the bears, you might like Drake may a little bit yeah. more. But, uh, but yeah, I me, I can't see a war. His negatives, I don't know. Like his mental touch, like his. If he plays bad in a game and his team starts to decline, you can watch him throughout that process of the game. Like his just mental toughness and looks like he's just doesn't want to be out there anymore. He's kind of got a problem with that. Um, it. I'm not a fan. Well, it sounds crazy, but it makes me sound like an old head. When he paints his fingers and he paints like "fuck you, you fuck UCLA" on one of them or all that, turns out you. I'm pretty sure he lost to them one time, or he's lost a couple of games that he's done that. I'm pretty sure he did. He did against Utah. I know that. He wrote "fuck Utah" yeah. on his fingers and lost that game. I mean, that's come on now. You get clowned. You get clowned. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, 
But like I said, you're you're playing grown men in the NFL. It's not it's not college anymore. Yeah. You might need to stop doing that. Stop giving bulletin board material because they'll whoop your ass. Um, yeah. but like I said he's give he's, go ahead and give Chris Jones a reason to not take off a rep, if that makes sense. Don't yeah. let him. Yeah. Don't give him a reason to take off a snap because. because if you do all this extra shit and they realize that they can get to you and that you can be frustrated easily in this league, that's what they do with rookie quarterbacks. If they can just sense that you are a bit frustrated, a bit tired, it's blood in the water to a defensive coordinator and defensive lineman. They will yep. they will kill you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the last thing I'll say about Caleb Williams, and then we'll wrap up this show, um, is you said it best. He, whenever he's he's losing, he looks his body language shows that he doesn't want to play anymore. He's not interested, you know. And I think if you get drafted by the Bears, sorry, Jake and Logan, if you're listening, I don't think they're going to be good this year. I think that they have a chance to be good in the long run, but they're not going to be great this year. So if you know if he's if he's losing. Who knows what's going to happen with him? Have fun watching your starting quarterback pal on the sideline. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was that was today's show, man. Um, that was a fun one. Um, glad to get to the first draft show out of the way. Uh, there'll be many, there'll be many, many more to come. Uh, I think. What do you want to do next time? Wide receivers, running backs. Let's do wide receivers. Wide receivers will be next. I'll do our top ten wide receivers. Um, we'll do. We'll go through each position. Um, and then we'll eventually get our big board out and uh, do mock drafts and all that. Um, I'm excited. We're only, what, 62, 67, 62 days away from the draft? Um, mm-hmm. What is it? It's 67 days. 67 days, 2 hours, 7 minutes, 57 seconds. Until the draft, uh, we got plenty of content to put out. Um, until then, uh, when the draft comes out, we'll have our, we'll have our live show and after the draft, we'll give our grades. Um, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be a fun time for us. And uh, thank you for listening. Um, for those of you who are listening on YouTube or Twitch, uh, if you are watching, uh, follow on Twitch and subscribe to us on YouTube. I can't remember what the the language was for each of those uh, websites. Um, and follow us on all socials at the link lineup. Um, if you're watching the replay or you're listening on, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever your platform is, uh, give us a like, leave, leave us a review, follow the show. And, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, after this is all said and done, like, comment, subscribe. Um, but yeah, man, uh, shout out to uh, TickPick. Uh, once again, if you are looking to go to a concert, baseball game, basketball game, soccer, hockey, whatever the case may be, um, use TickPick as they they have no service fees, and the price you see is the price you pay. We will have all of our links in our in our link tree uh, that we will link um, as the description of these uh, of this video and the listening on the streaming platforms. Um, but yeah, until next time. Uh, I don't want to say go birds because this is this is a uh, this is a draft show, but. Uh, We'll see you guys uh, next time. See you.